there, my name is Natalie Nation and you're listening to Feed That Nation. Before we begin, please go ahead, if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, go ahead and subscribe to me over there and leave me a five-star review and a rating if you're able. If you're listening to this on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to my channel, leave me a thumbs up on this video, and definitely leave me a comment below. It helps me out so much. Also, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation. So today I wanted to talk about something that might be a little bit controversial. Your GPA is not important. Now let me back that up a little bit. So GPA, grade point average, is essentially the sum of the grades that you receive in college, or it might be high school, it might be graduate school. It is essentially the numerical representation of how you have been evaluated in the courses that you have taken. And GPA for a lot of people is sort of a benchmark. You need a certain GPA to get into the honors program, to graduate with some Latin things behind your name. You need a certain GPA to get into the graduate program that you want. You need a certain GPA maybe to get the job that you want. I think where a lot of people in college get stuck is having this GPA, this number, hanging over your head of what you're supposed to be getting, what you're supposed to have, and connecting that number to your self-worth one but also how much you've learned in these courses and what they have meant to you. It can be really challenging to separate all of that, and I know I've struggled with separating my GPA from my own self-worth, from my own knowledge and my own experience, but that's kind of why I want to make this podcast episode so badly is because it's really hard to know that you're capable, to know that you're intelligent, to know that you've learned a lot, and to feel like your GPA doesn't represent that very well for you. So let me start off by saying that outside of college, there are very, very, very few situations in which your college GPA will matter. And getting into graduate programs and possibly getting your first job out of college are probably the only places where your GPA, the actual numerical number that your GPA is, is going to matter. And I'm gonna talk a little bit about that later. But first I wanted to start out with your GPA is not in any way, shape, or form representative of who you are as a person. It does not represent really anything about you other than the way that you were evaluated in the classes that you took. But let's break that down even further. So your GPA is essentially the mathematical number that summarizes the mathematical numbers that you received on the courses in the courses on the assignments that you handed in. So for me as somebody who struggles with deadlines and struggles to get things in on time because of my learning disability, there are times when I know my GPA does not represent the quality of work that I am capable of producing because I would have instances where I would just forget an assignment, forget to hand it in and get a zero and my GPA, remember that number, goes down because it's a measure of how I'm evaluated on the assignments that I have handed in. And that's really tough for me because then it sort of starts this whole like self-blame spiral of if I'd only handed it in, my grade would be higher and gosh, I didn't hand it in so I must be stupid and my grades say I'm stupid and all of those like negative self-talk things that I work so hard to break myself of the habit. But I think also GPA does a really, really poor job of summarizing 
how hard that you've worked and it does not in any way shape or form take into account what you were dealing with at the time that you were taking a particular class or the during the time that you were completing your degree because GPA doesn't take into account the fact that your computer died halfway through the semester and you couldn't afford a new one. Your GPA doesn't take into f account the fact that you got the flu and missed a whole bunch of classes and missed lectures. Your GPA doesn't take into account, you know, that time when your girlfriend broke up with you and you were so sad you couldn't leave your house for a week. Like, your GPA doesn't even take into account things like disabilities or learning issues that you may have or even issues like technology especially now that we're in this time of quarantine your GPA doesn't take into account how good of Wi-Fi you had to be able to stream the lectures and at times it feels really unfair because when I look back at my GPA and I'll get into this in a later podcast I think but the worst semester of my college career was also like the worst semester of my personal life in college. I was really struggling with mental illness and a lot of other things and my GPA definitely reflected reflects that because I received lower grades in several classes that semester and it just feels really gross to know that that semester I worked as hard as I possibly could given the situation, given my circumstances, given what I was struggling with and that number makes me feel really ashamed that I couldn't do better. I guess if that makes sense and that's frustrating definitely frustrating and definitely and definitely something that I'm working really hard again to break myself of that negative self-talk it's hard to look at GPA and be able to accurately know anything about a person other than again like I keep saying your GPA is the summary of the evaluations you received on the assignments you handed in for a particular class but your GPA doesn't say anything about what you actually learned. You could get, you know, 100% in an online summer course and have learned absolutely nothing because you BSed all the assignments and got 100%. I mean, let's take that into account too. Your GPA doesn't usually completely accurately reflect what you actually know. This isn't to say that GPA can't be used as sort of a ballpark or a benchmark. And I know that in dietetics, we usually say that it's going to be very hard for you to be successful out in the dietetics world if you had a college GPA of below a 3.0 because we can use GPA as sort of a ballpark of what you actually learned in the classes and how well you did and truthfully it's going to be very difficult for someone who received a lower GPA, lower grades in essential dietetics classes to be able to succeed as a dietitian just because there's so much information that you need to know. Which isn't to say that someone with a 3.3 GPA knows more or less than someone with a 3.5 or a 3.1 GPA. You know what I'm talking about. I've set the scene for this already. There are different programs where GPA might be used as a ballpark of student success and student learning as well. But again, ugh, it's like BMI in the nutrition world. And I'm just going to make this nutrition for a second. But like BMI is not meant to be like an individual person's measure of health. We look at BMI in nutrition as like ballparking a population's health. So a population of people who have a BMI that's within this range might be more or less likely to have certain health issues or experience certain health effects than people in a different BMI range. But this isn't looking at individual people. And I know that that's the way most dietitians tend to look at it. And I feel like the same kind of applies to GPA. 
there are people when you have a GPA within a certain range, you might be more or less likely to succeed academically, succeed in your chosen field than if you have a lower GPA in a certain range. Which isn't to say that every person with a high GPA is going to succeed, it's not to say that every person with a low GPA is going to fail. But we kind of look at it as like a ballpark. In terms of GPA mattering to the jobs that you might want to get after college, pretty much every single thing that I've read, and I did some research for this episode before I hopped on here, most places will look at your GPA if you are a fresh out of college graduate. But even then, they might not look at your GPA, they might not ask for it, and almost certainly the second and third jobs that you have out of college are not going to be concerned about your GPA because they're going to want to instead learn about what experience that you have that you could bring to that company. And in terms of if you have a good GPA, if you have a bad GPA, in quotation marks, of course, generally most recommendations I've seen have said if you have a decent GPA, if you have a good GPA, if your GPA will benefit your resume, include it. If your GPA will subtract from the value that your resume brings, don't include it. And for me at least, and you can go find my LinkedIn, I think I have my GPA on there, but I actually have two different GPAs listed. One GPA is my overall GPA for undergrad, and the other GPA is my dietetics or my DPD specific GPA. Because I want to become a dietitian, most jobs I will be applying for are going to be related to the field of dietetics, and because I'm still in college, I'm still studying, I haven't had ever like a full-time career job yet, a place that I'm likely to apply to after I graduate with my master's degree is probably going to want to know my GPA and I want to show off that my dietetics specific GPA is decently high, I'm pretty proud of it, but even so my overall GPA isn't bad, I just chose to differentiate the two on my resume and in my LinkedIn. So just something to keep in mind and definitely if you have questions about this, Go figure out who your career resources, your career development office is on campus, and they will be more than happy to walk you through some of this stuff. In terms of your GPA mattering for getting into a graduate program, this is where your GPA will probably matter the most. And it depends on the program, it definitely depends on the individual school, it depends on what kind of program you're applying to, whether you want to get into a PhD, whether you're applying to medical school, you're getting a master's in public health, you're getting a master's of arts, you're getting whatever degree you're applying for, GPA will probably be one of the factors that they consider. And most graduate programs will have listed in their program requirements, they'll either have a range of recommended GPAs or they'll have a minimum required GPA. And this is where some people can get kind of scared off because some places might also list like the average GPA of somebody who is accepted into the program. And if that GPA is higher than yours, it might be kind of scary like, oh gosh, my GPA is not that high, what if I'm not good enough to get in? But don't let that stop you from applying, or at least don't let that stop you from reaching out to the program coordinator and asking the questions you need to ask. And again, depending on the school, some schools might be very strict about whether or not you have the numerical GPA that they're looking for. Some schools might be more flexible with it, some schools are going to be in the middle. So definitely, again, if you are concerned about your GPA, wanting more information about a particular program at a particular school, definitely reach out to the program coordinator at that school. 
ask them questions about what kinds of GPAs, what kinds of job experiences, volunteer experiences, majors, etc. that successful program applicants have and start to put together whether you might fit the picture of the successful applicant with or without your GPA. And again, your career development office on your campus is going to be your best friend with this. Or if you have somebody on campus that is in charge of advising students applying to particular programs. So if you have somebody on campus who is the pre-PA, pre-med advisor, check with them and talk with them about anything and everything that you might be concerned about or curious about because they are going to be your allies here. I also just wanted to leave you with a final thought and again going back to what I said earlier about my worst semester in terms of GPA also being my worst semester in terms of my personal life. I just want to say and I hope that this reaches you if you need to hear this, your GPA and working towards a particular GPA is not ever going to be more important than your physical, emotional, or mental health and safety. If pressuring yourself to get a particular GPA or get a particular grade in a class is making you physically ill, is exacerbating mental health issues that you might have, is making you miserable, something needs to change. And I really want you to reach out for help and reach out for support if you need it. Reach out to the people on your campus, reach out to your family and friends, reach out to the people who can help you because your health and safety is ultimately going to be much, much more important than your GPA, which is again the numerical summary of the evaluations of the assignments that you've handed in for particular classes. Your health is so much more important than that. Editing Natalie here, I hope you can't hear the dryer in the background, but I just wanted to add you are absolutely 110% allowed to be proud of your GPA. I know I've said a million times in this episode that your GPA is the numerical summary of the blah blah blah, but you are absolutely allowed to be proud of the hard work you've put in to have the GPA that you've had. You are allowed to be proud that you've done your best. You are allowed to be proud of yourself and your GPA. Just wanted to add that in. I didn't mention it anywhere in this episode and I feel like it is so important. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Feed That Nation. Again, if you're listening on podcast platform, leave me a five-star review and a rating. Subscribe to me over there if you are able. If you're listening to me on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to my channel. Leave me a thumbs up on this video and leave me a comment below. Tell me about your thoughts about GPA. Go follow me on Instagram. I am at Feed That Nation. I upload new podcast episodes every Wednesday and I upload vlogs every Saturday. Until next time, my name is Natalie Nation and you're listening to Feed That Nation. Have a great day and I'll talk to you soon.